The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome back to another episode of Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets. Ooh, it's minor. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that's that like at the all. The tagline that's at the bottom of the screen when, when at the end of the commercial, like it's minor. I don't know. I feel like that's too close to like it's a minor or something like that. No. It was. I said it in a weird, sexy way. I just I take it all back. Yeah, basically, no. uh, great start to the episode cool. already Trainwreck from the get go. <laughs> Hey, as it should be. <laughs> if you've never heard this show, this is it. Pretty much. <laughs> this yeah. is exactly what it's like. We are on the Deeply Upsetting Off Week, though. So it's the weeks where we just pick something that is grinding our gears or just something minorly upsetting. In a world of major upsets, these are, like, not important. And besides the upset of having somebody walking through your home saying, you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> that is, that is, in itself is very upsetting to me. It's like, people say that. That's the thing that people say. In the 1940s, I think, is when they say that. Back when America was great. <laughs> Although I did watch a TikTok where a dude said jack wagon. And what I went, does that even mean? I don't know, but I want to use it all the time now. I mean, it literally just sounds like a masturbation van, like the bang bro van or whatever. No, it sounds jack like some, wagon. It sounds like something you'd say in like a Western as, a, as a, like a fucko. Instead of fucko, <laughs> it's like, yeah, jack wagon. No, I'm still going with the bang bus. <laughs> the bang bus? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Kmart of the bang bus. It's yeah, like, it's a station wagon. The like bang bus is Target, and then Kmart is the, the jack wagon. Is Kmart still a thing? I think there's like two Kmarts left. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta find those. I almost guarantee they're in the Midwest. I guarantee they still have things from the Martha Stewart collection for oh, Kmart. No. And the Kathy Ireland collection as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Kathy's still getting residuals. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Every four years gets an eight cent paycheck. Yeah. It's really holding her over. Live it up, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> so we are <laughs> deeply upsetting for those Hi. unfamiliar. I'm Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. This is our show. Yeah. Well, our usual show on the other weeks is called Deeply Upsetting and is where we take your questions, your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, and we answer them to the best of our abilities, which is not that much. <laughs> it is not a lot of experience in that regard. Nope. And the experience we do have is bad. <laughs> it's bad. So. Yeah, it's bad. It's a bad show. But you know what? People seem to like it. So. I think it's a very enjoyable show. As if you want to check it out. It's like those awesomely bad movies, like Demolition Man. Like if Demolition oh Man was a God. podcast. <gasps> what an honor. Yeah. That would That's be incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying that. That honestly makes me feel better to be the Demolition Man of podcasts because I fucking love Demolition Man. That means we can change our fuck, Mary kills to mm -hmm. murder, death kills. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> who to murder, who to death, and who to kill. Yeah. <laughs> That's way more fun, honestly. <laughs> Take some of them, the mystery out, per se. Yeah, but less can you do? having to fuck terrible people in that That's version, true. So. We do have to fuck a lot of terrible people in our hypothetical lives. That, that, you know what? It's nothing any different from anybody that's on Tinder right now. So That is so true. Or yeah. Hinge with the new update of the voice um, messages that people can leave. I've heard some extremely, extremely funny ones. Oh, no. <laughs> They're incredible. Listen, phone, I, I know it's trying to get me to do voice messages in my texts as well. Oh, yeah, no. And I'm not 
going to do that. I am not uh, Kyle McLaughlin in Twin Peaks talking into my phone. And Yeah, exactly. Hey, Diane. Oh, Best God. Best in town. I know. I may say grinds my gears, but I'm actually not from the 1940s. So I will not be using my phone like in a public place being like, where are the kids? Question mark. No, that's not what I said. And it's just typing all of that. (laughs) Those incredible messages. Honestly, I I do love to receive them. They are the best because it's usually very long Mm -hmm. because the person has to think this is too much for me to just start over. Yep. I can't just like let it go. A one sentence that's worth typing over, but like a full on like three paragraph story thing. No, you just let it happen. Amazing. Yeah. I love to see it. So uh, speaking of things I love to see, uh, this story is one. Oh, yes. I'm excited. excited. Lay it on. Uh, It is my week for the minor upset. Mm -hmm. And this is something that is very much in your wheelhouse of uh, it might be upsetting to some. Uh, It is a joyous occasion for us here. Upsetting. The. Uh. Deeply upsetting we're going to be centering in on is a petition on change.org that currently is up to 88,715 signatures. Important. That's that's a pretty significant amount of signatures, especially because I think this started around 25,000 signatures they were looking for. They've bumped that up to 150 now that they're looking for. Jeez. So just the sky's the limit on this one. Apparently it's just, it's hotcakes time right now. <coughs> and that is because the petition is... To keep James Corden out of the Wicked movie. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing upsetting about this one to me is that I didn't write it. <laughs> I right? didn't start this. I love the best part of this, and I've, I've looked around, is that he has not been in consideration for any parts. There's been no conversation <laughs> about him being in Wicked. He has not been asked in interviews about being in Wicked. There's nothing connecting him to the production of the Wicked movie. Okay, but he's been in several movie musicals at this point, ruining my life. Uh, But I just love that this isn't based on any initial conversation about James Corden being involved. This is literally people knowing that he's in a lot Mm -hmm. of musicals Mm -hmm. and going, okay, before we even get to it, let's just uh, just stop this now. This seems highly reasonable to me, honestly. I I feel... I think it's a smart movement. I think we're just working harder, not smart or smarter, not harder. We're being proactive. We have boots on the ground. Like we're, <laughs> we're getting the movement across that James Corden cannot be in the Wicked movie because Cynthia Erivo, who's playing Alphaba, deserves better. She deserves the world. And so I'm already a little bit skeptical about Ariana Grande being a part of this. But if James Corden was in it, I simply would most likely not watch it. Except for maybe just the Cynthia Erivo parts. Oh, <laughs> like, no. just her alone. And the thing is, James Corden, he doesn't have a... I don't want to, like, shit on him unreasonably so. Uh, there's no, enough to shit on just him reasonably so. that I don't need to make up <laughs> stuff. Yeah. That his voice is okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, he's he's got a decent voice. Um, it, It's not blowing my mind away or anything, but, like, he can hold it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, I think there's a place for him in musical theater. I don't think the place is in the forefront I think it's in. <laughs> what is he playing? A tree in your fantasy? No, roles? he's like he's like the best friend Dave that's in for like, ah, Dave. I thanks for grabbing my paper. And then that is who he's playing in all of these roles. That's exactly who he's playing. No, no, he's playing the like the the catty gay character. Okay, well that was in prom, which was unfortunate, <laughs> so unfortunate. unfortunate, the worst. But he was that basically in Into the Woods and also in the. 
Cinderella movie. What was he in the Cinderella movie? Some like a mouse or something? I never saw the Cinderella movie. Well, no, no one did. Yeah. It was apparently like atrocious. Garbage, yeah. Garbage. <laughs> I think he really sealed his fate, not for everybody. He sealed his fate for me with prom because that gay stereotype over the top nonsense was just like the worst thing I've ever seen. It was like it was like Jack from Will and Grace on no, cocaine. You do have to understand that he's He's kind of forced into that position because where are you going to find a gay in musical theater? Well, that's true, actually. So that's true. They tried and could tried you and fucking tried. Imagine being an extra that has the voice of a fucking angel, and you're there, and you're just like out and proud and yeah. queer, and like and amazing at your job, and you're waiting for that big break, and then you see James straight as hell mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. coming into the, just James <laughs> Gordon just coming in, and being like, "Hey." Oh my god. The thing that truly I know, the thing that blows my mind is what if what if James Corden was like fully method? <laughs> and so in between every single take, he was continuing to be that character where it was like craft services is over here and he's like bagels. Yes, bitch, mama, boots down, bagels. <laughs> like, ooh, this hole reminds me of something else. What do you think, Meryl Streep? <laughs> See, I don't think he would be hip with the language, though. He would just say Yas Queen over and over again. I feel like he's watched RuPaul's Drag Race before. And he just mixed gonna... them all together. <laughs> okay. Like a little soup. He just has like a list of phrases and he just <laughs> he doesn't know where to use them and when to use them. Yeah, And he just exactly. incorporates them randomly throughout the, uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. I think that's 100% what's <laughs> happening. I think it's a combination of RuPaul's Drag Race and Jack from Will and Grace, like I mentioned before. And I feel like that's it. That's what he's seen before. Other than that, he's never actually met anybody on the LGBTQ side of life in his life. Probably because early on he was taking their roles and they're like, okay, let's avoid him at all costs. Or he's met a ton of gay people and he's just been like, they were gay? They seemed normal to me. <laughs> like, I well, didn't if I I'm going to play a gay character, all. I need to make sure that they know I'm gay. Right. <laughs> truly fucking cartwheeled out of the closet and fell. <laughs> so embarrassing. His first line in prom was, I love pink. Just- Literally. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. I kind of want people to watch the movie just so we can talk about it um, because it hurt my feelings. <laughs> it hurt a lot of people's feelings. The re- reviews on prom were not the best. No. But no. I think he, after that, because uh, so many people did not see prom. Fair enough. Should I have seen it? I I tried to do it for Meryl, okay? Like, give me the benefit of the doubt here. She deserves better. I don't know who held her up, like, at knife point to do that movie, but what can <laughs> we do? Um, probably Nicole Kidman. She was probably like, this will be fun. <laughs> it wasn't. Anywho, that's neither here nor there. A lot of people have not seen that movie. So I think that what nailed James Corden's coffin for them was when he was wearing that, like, mouse outfit and shutting down Hollywood Boulevard to, oh, like, right. shake his little moneymaker in people's car windows as they're trying to, like, go to work and feed their family. <laughs> and he was just ruining everyone's lives. You know there were at least three people that got <laughs> stuck behind Mickey Mouse James Corden. 100%. And have been struggling with, like, traffic and the issues in L.A. and just being kind of over the whole scene. And that was like the breaking point of them mm-hmm. de- determining that it was time for them to move back to the Midwest <laughs> yes, where they're from. Seriously. Like somebody being like, look, I hated Dayton as much as everybody else that lives in Dayton. But um, but L.A. is just it's become too 
What the fuck is this? Is that is that James fucking Corden? Are you kidding me? I'm already running late for fucking work, James. James, get out of the fucking way, James. <laughs> I didn't ever think that I would move back to Dayton, but I know for a fact James Corden is not there, so I will be there. Then two weeks after you move and settle in, you get your apartment, you get a job going, then there's this notice that there's a a film production happening in Dayton, Ohio, starring James Corden as a gay Mickey Mouse. Oh, no. Yeah. James Corden is driving around doing carpool karaoke with like Eminem and Dayton because that's where he's decided to end up or something. And you just get stuck behind James Corden driving five miles an hour being like knees weak, mom spaghetti, like projecting. (laughs) (laughs) And Eminem's like, that was dope. And like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't dope. With that like dead stare that he does sometimes. that Just like super unengaged with the interview. Yes. Marshall Mathers. (laughs) I don't think interviewing is technically his gift. No, no, no. Even Not in, like homophobia. Yeah, okay, no, homophobia. He, yeah, he's got that nailed down, which would be so funny t- to have James Corden oh, no. and Eminem in a role together. They can reenact Eminem and Elton John oh, no. doing Stan mm-hmm. at the Music Awards years ago. Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. I think I forgot on purpose. And then you got, they're hitting their high notes. You've got uh, Eminem that is kind of like waving his dick in the face of like homophobia and stuff mm-hmm. like cop yep i'm gonna do it anyway and here's a gay and then it's instead of elton john it's completely <laughs> james straight james gordon. gordon dressed as elton john so he's doing all the fabulous <laughs> stuff with the with the flamingo th- stuff and yeah um just girls cold i'm wondering why oh james no. Cordoning all over that song god i hate that song i, hate I that really song do it's bad <laughs> But not as bad as the concept of James Corden being in the Wicked movie. You are correct. To pull it back in. Now, there isn't even talk about a specific character, but would there be a character that he would be most capable of portraying? No. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even want to, like, will it into existence. I'm not even going to play in that space. No. (laughs) Get him out. (laughs) Can he play the Wicked? He is the Wicked. (laughs) He is the Wicked. Truly. (laughs) Honestly. I know he needs to stay far away from all of the musicals that I hold near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Thank He's like, you there's so no much. gays in Wicked. Okay, then I I can play a witch. <laughs> like James, no, <laughs> look, James, no, look, putting on a witch hat. Like, no, I mean, I think it really brings out my eyes. James, <laughs> listen, I'll learn how to fly a, a broom. I'll learn. Like, he's give like, me ready? A Here's my audition. Hocus pocus. <laughs> they're like, James, why are you still doing weird gay stereotypes? Please. James, what are you doing? We're the weirdos, mister. Wrong witch movie. <laughs> starts just quoting other witch movies. He starts, he puts on his Mickey Mouse costume. And he's like, what? I was doing the witches <laughs> where they turn into the rats. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm proud of that. That was, that pretty, was good. pretty good. Yeah, so a little bit good. of a reach, but you got there. I don't think it was. <laughs> but thanks for your feedback. Nothing I'll like take a sweet fucking Ron Dahl joke. <laughs> Roll Dahl? Ro- how Dahl, dare sorry. you? Yes. Hey, they remade that with Anne Hathaway. Thank you I didn't so bother. Much. I, I didn't either. You don't no. have to. The first one's still amazing. Yeah. How yeah. are you going to top Angelica Houston? I mean, oh. I would love to top Angelica <laughs> Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that easily. Uh, speaking of, of topping, um, mm. uh, the next week... We're going to be at Virginia Comic-Con. We are. For uh, for fun. Just giving away stuff. We're going to have some merch available and stuff. Mm-hmm. I put up the flyer that it has a bunch of us. It looks like we're video game characters being selected. Yep. 
and uh, it says, you know, choose your podcaster. And mm-hmm. my mom responded to it with, um, I bet Amy could take all of you at once. <laughs> which, what? Uh, I, oh, no, I, I don't have Facebook anymore, so I don't get to see these kind of. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I just I just responded with a laugh emoji because I didn't want to nope, mention nope, like, no, nope, that, nope, that nope. phrasing needs some work there. She doesn't um, need to know. Don't corrupt her. That's not like a, a weird after recording initiation thing that happens here. But uh, no, no. <laughs> fortunately for me, <laughs> very fortunately. <laughs> Oh, that used to be me. Sweet. You took it off my plate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Oh my God, she's precious. <laughs> she's just trying to support me. <laughs> and instead, she's putting me out there. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, but yeah. So j- j- little in to mention that we're going to be at the con yeah, next. Yeah, it's week. my first con ever. Yes, ever as it, an attendee at all. So I'm very excited. We're happy and excited to talk to people about podcasting mm-hmm. and about our show or any other shows in the network. They don't want to talk about our show. No. <laughs> like remember that one time that you talked about Joan Jett fucking the magic school bus lady? Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Did you jerk off to it? Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Well, we've done our job then. Oh we get no. To high five. We need to have hand sanitizer at the table. Oh no, no, they're not <laughs> jerking off at the con. Hopefully, maybe well... it depends on the costume they're wearing. <laughs> Access is really <laughs> the key part there. I think. Very true. Very true. What if somebody is such a fan of our show? Okay, here's the thing: we oh. have buttons and koozies and, and stuff for sale. Mm-hmm. If Anybody listening dresses up as James Corden dressed up as a gay Mickey Mouse. Shut up. And then comes and bothers Amy at our table. You will just get free merch. Oh, like no. I'll just give away free merch. Oh, no. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. Oh, my God. And we have to get a picture with, with them. And yes, please, somebody dress up as a uh, James Corden Mickey Mouse. Listen, if you listen to this show, <laughs> we're friends. <laughs> you and I are friends. We don't need to play these games. <laughs> That's what friends do is they pick and tease. <laughs> and they dress up like James Honestly, Corden dressed yeah, up okay. as a mouse. Honestly, yeah, okay. If you dress up as James Corden dressed up as a mouse and like shake your ass in my face like he did to those poor, poor, innocent fucking drivers, then fine. You can have free shit. You can also get fucking attitude. <laughs> That moment, like he's shaking his ass at the at the people in their cars, remind is reminds me a little bit so much of a, when I go into a place where there's just like normies around, where I'm not around my friends, or at like a place that is de- able to deal with our obnoxious asses on a regular basis. Like, don't know what you mean. Like, if we go into like a Bed Bath and Beyond, <laughs> and we're going around, and there's just a bunch of like fucking white people shit everywhere, mm-hmm. and we're wandering around and just being kooky and weird. And in our normal day to day, if we're in a record store or like the market down the street from a house that mm-hmm. they see us all the time or mm-hmm. something. It's like, nobody's even thinking twice about it. Yeah. But in a separated from the circumstances, like moment where we're just like, pots and pans, it's like inside mm-hmm. jokes and nobody gets it. Yeah. And we're just acting like weirdos. Uh, we are this like weird, what the fuck is wrong with them kind mm-hmm. of thing happening in the store. That's James Corden dressed as Mickey Mouse, like on a crosswalk where people are just getting to work. And they're like, James Corden, it's like 830 in the morning. I don't give a fuck about you anyway. But, but we're definitely... not getting any in anyone's way at the Bed Bath and no, Beyond. No, we're minding our own business in the Bed Bath and Beyond. We're in the Beyond. Imagine nobody if we can even decide we were just going to have like a a uh, dance party, in a flash front of, mob, like a flash mob <laughs> dance party in front of somebody's car in the parking lot of like a Petco <laughs> for no reason, and they're like, "Oh my god, like get the fuck out of my way! I will run you over." 
<laughs> and we're like, it's a flash mob. People find these endearing. They're like, it's just the two of you. And we're just smiling and like dancing at them. <laughs> please stop. And you're doing it to the prom soundtrack <laughs> about, in the song about James Gordon coming out. Like, please, <laughs> this is hell for me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think we need to do this and film it. And uh, no, no. M- more for proof that they did, in fact, run us over and, and we have it on tape. I feel like they would be excused in a court of law. <laughs> in any court of law, they would be fine. It's just a gaggle of Mickey Mouse costume James Corden impersonators mm-hmm. just around their car dancing. I'm like, okay, no. That's enough. Can't mm-hmm. do that. Bury me outside the Petco, apparently. <laughs> Bury my heart at wounded pride, I think, at that point. <laughs> Truly. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I think we should wrap this up before you get wor- an even worse idea. <laughs> yeah. They're getting worse and worse. I'm telling you, free merch, just saying. Oh, my God. Anyways, maybe <laughs> we'll see you at the con. Maybe you'll be dressed as James Corden and I will run. <laughs> I'll do stretches before the con now, apparently. Like, why did Deeply Upsetting end? Uh, James Corden? I That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. I heard, I, I heard screaming, no, not James Corden, and running, and then she was never seen again. It all sounded fake, so I don't know what was true. <laughs> like, it was all true. <laughs> what if the kind of literal James Corden comes in to, with a bone to pick with us about... Uh... I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. All press is good press. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Unless it's James Corden pressing his Mickey Mouse costume no! sweaty body no! against you Ugh, while dancing to who let the dogs out. Honestly, this whole petition thing to bring it back to the reason that we're here today was very validating for me and my feelings because, you know, I don't want to feel irrational with my feelings towards James, James Corden, but it does make me feel like part of a community of 88,000 or whatever you said Yeah, that like, we're all in this together. We're all really like just trying to survive out here. We're trying to make it through our seasonal depression, back into our regular depression, and James Corden cannot steal our sunshine again. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that, James? Fuck off. (laughs) You're on notice. Exactly. Just respect (laughs) our wishes. Come on, man. Please. (laughs) Out of courtesy. Absolutely. (laughs) And thank you for giving us the courtesy of listening to this dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) This has been another episode of Minor Upsets. Uh, And I think I do need to make a shirt that says James Corden must be stopped Mm. uh, for our website. Yeah, but I don't want to wear his name. I don't want to give him free press. But I think other people might. We'll see. I mean, if you want that, sound off. But I don't. I I just said that all press is good press. I don't want to give James Corden press. That's fair. At all. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. We'll see. (laughs) And we will see you next week for another episode of Deeply Upsetting. So hit us up with your questions on social media if you have any. And uh, also our hotline number, which is 804-505-4484. That's 804-505-4GY. Yeah. And listen to the other shows. There will be a bunch of the showrunners at the con. Um, but if you want to listen to their shows and get prepped for that, it is at GUIPodcast.com. Ooh. And you can buy all of the other wild uh, designs at GUIPodcast.com slash store. Yeah. Well, for another minor upset, I'm Amy Bogard. I'm Mike Dobbs. Okay, bye. Bye. GUIPodcast.com Hi, 
Luke the Hobbit here. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch Nights, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI Nights and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. 